a house civis broadcasting. Today is the 27th of Zerianter. It is the last far of the first month of the year. How exciting. My name is Alufi Haskell de Civis. And I'm Silas de Civis. And we'd like to welcome everyone to this broadcasting of a Chronicle of Echoes. Now, a few things before we actually begin uh, with our intro music. Uh, last week, we had a very, very unfortunate happening uh, while the Singer device was uh, recording us and broadly casting our voices out to all of those echoers across Sharn. Um, and we would like to apologize for any issues that may have caused any of our listeners. It was a very scary time for all of us. And I would like to thank everyone who has sent me and Silas and Meeps, our, our assistant, um, all of our interns, uh, well wishes. We've received a handful of letters and messages about people saying that they hope that we're okay and congratulating us for killing a Rakshasa. Um, we don't need congratulations. It was really scary. <laughs> I'm not an adventurer and Silence is retired. So <laughs> thank you though for, for the thoughts and prayers. Uh, before we jump in any further, we do have a message from Al Civis uh, that needs to be read. Following the attack last week on the Echoer system, uh, we would like to personally absolve House Kunderak and House Deneath of any responsibility of these attacks. One of our hosts had given permission for the professor to come in during the Long Shadows episode when staffing was at a bare minimum due to that host's request and House Deneath and House Kunderak cannot be held responsible for that host's actions. We at House Civis will see to it that from this point forward, no shortcuts are taken and that the safety of the Akors is paramount. Sincerely, House Civis Broadcasting Guild. You know, the most impressive thing that I think uh, about, about this letter is that we actually have our own letterhead now. It's, it's wonderful to find out that we have our own letterhead, and it's uh, delightful that it came on a letter that we didn't write here. That's just interesting to see that there is House Civis Broadcasting Guild letterhead and things signed by House Civis Broadcasting Guild that did not come from this office. It means that the guild is thriving in areas we didn't even realize, which is exciting in so many ways. Silver linings. So exactly, silver linings. jump into the news is there anything else oh uh, i finally found uh the recipe that people have been sending us oh really the, 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 the peaches one? and eggplant oh fantastic we'll have to make yeah. it here and have it in the booth 
I think that that would be really nice. I agree. Uh, it'll be nice. Uh, we'll have to make enough for the new battalion uh, that we have stationed here at all times. And uh, our new uh, House Civis Associate. I'm not going to say their name on air as they've uh, requested uh, that we not identify them uh, for these broadcastings, which seems unusual to be a part of the broadcasting guild and not want your name out there. They made a huge portrait of me and put it up, and I didn't want that, but I guess it depends on who you are, whether or not you get a say in that. A lot of what I say to you that people might see as mean is just us going back and forth and having fun. So I'm going to hold my tongue at this moment in time and insist that we jump into the news, okay? Oh, absolutely. Let's let's read the news. In fact, we have uh, an article here from our friends at the Sharn Inquisitive. This is a bit of international news at the moment, as the town of Whitecliff and surrounding villages are on the verge of being overrun by lizard folk. A letter uh, from the mayor was sent requesting aid from King Sebastus Yerkeslin. According to that letter, the town won't last the month without aid as hundreds to thousands of lizard folk attack each day. Now these aren't the normal lizard folk, these are the poison dusk lizard folk. They're smaller, and poisonous, and much more aggressive in their attacks. In fact, travel north is no longer an option, and smaller sediments have been evacuated and destroyed at this point in time. I, for one, am hoping to hear the response from the King of Kabara. Hopefully, White Cliff will get the support that it needs. Well, that's kind of terrifying. I, I feel really bad, but I also hope that we can come to a peaceful solution with the lizard folk. Well, I, I somehow don't see that being an option. Kabara has that, that issue often, don't they? Well, Kabara's only been a nation for a few years now, and the different incursions of lizard folk, I, I think it's just growing pains. I that makes sense. Uh, w why don't we move on to the next bit of news? Many people will be happy to know that the picket lines of Forged uh, in the lower city have been absolved. It seems that a group of adventurers have stepped in and spoken with the leaders of the Forged picket and the owners of the various warehouses and have come to an agreement for better treatment of the Forged workers. What an exciting time to be alive. Hearing that the Forge can come together like that is inspiring. Perhaps the rest of the city will start treating Forge the proper way. We will hope that things will turn around for them everywhere. I think so too. And I think that the protests and these pickets are all a wonderful reminder that when we take to the streets and we fight for something that we believe in, that it can bring about change. No matter how insurmountable things seem sometimes, hold on to that small amount of hope and push through. And who knows what Sharn will look like a year from now. Some surprisingly inspirational words from you, Silas. Genuinely surprising. How about we do some Aloofy's Asks? I would be delighted, as always, to read you some Aloofy's Asks. Uh, dear Luffy, how do you tell a really beautiful but really scary mage that you're into them even though you're just a copper? A cooper. A coop. What, what is a cooper? Uh, coopers make barrels and stuff. 
She comes by my shop three times in the last month to ask me about smuggling, things like how someone would hide barrels, not if I'm involved. And I'm starting to look forward to her showing up with her wands on her belt and that determined look in her eye. What should I do? There's a handful of books by uh, certain self-help authors about how to talk to uh, people. Now, I have definitely read these kinds of books. Um, surprising, I know. Uh, that's, a, that's a joke. It's not surprising at all. Regardless, step one is to actually engage in meaningful conversation. Um, a good way to do this is remark on their appearance. Uh, let's say she's wearing her hair a particular way. You can say, I enjoy the way that your hair is today, or I think that that suits you very well. Make sure that you sound genuine, because if you sound like you're being sarcastic, it's going to come off as an insult. Now, on top of that, uh, try and engage in conversation other than the reason that she may be there initially. Uh, of course, get any work things out of the way, uh, such as assisting her with her actual questions, but try to engage in other conversation. Ask her about her family or things that she likes or dislikes. And then, of course, ask her to a different location. Maybe see if she wants to go out for dinner with you, where you can talk about things even more. Because that way, um, you and her can uh, talk and have have an actual connection. I would uh, concur with uh, everything Olivia said. I would just be a little cautious by someone immediately looking for information on how to smuggle. That's probably not a good st way to start a relationship. I mean, I'm assuming that she's probably like an inquisitor or something. Oh, that 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 is a good question. Yeah, mm -hmm. she she could indeed. Or an adventurer trying to figure out where barrels of stuff got hidden. Hopefully, uh, hopefully she's not smuggling artifacts from Zenderek and he's immediately going to be indicted in that entire affair. So, uh, yeah, I think that there's a lot of positive there. The next one, Salutations Luffy. I have recently been enrolled at Morgrave University. While my studies have been going well, I have had trouble connecting with my five roommates. We are all fairly busy, and they all already have friends when I moved in. Do you have any advice on how to bridge this social gap? Sincerely, Jess L. Diorian. Well, Jess, um, first and foremost, thank you for, for uh, sending us a message. Now, there's a few different things you can do. As a member of House Orion, you can offer uh, to take them on a nice trip someplace. I'm sure that you have connections in your house that would allow you to whisk them away to some um, enjoyable part of Brayland um, or even farther. Another thing you could do is cook a really scrumptious meal that includes something that everybody enjoys. It's not that hard to figure out what people like to eat. Heck, you can just go outright and ask them. For example, Silas, what's your favorite thing to eat? I'm uh, partial to the... Uh... The sausages that they put on the sticks down at the, at the carts. Uh, goblin cuisine tends to really be my thing. Gross. Okay, so I would um, probably make Silas or, or purchase for Silas some uh, delicious uh, sausages. 
and Ooh, incorporate that into a delicious meal somehow. Uh, perhaps um, a little bit of spark shave in there and get that nice tingle in the mouth. Perfect. Absolutely wonderful meal. We'll, 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 we'll do that later on. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds kind of nice. Another thing you could do is um, try and do like a group building activity. Um, we used to do this at the old sending station that I worked at where um, we would come off uh, of a shift. Uh, so, so we'd be working in shifts. So we'd have like first shift, second shift, third shift. So everybody that worked on first shift would come in during second shift and we would do exercises like trust falls or we would um, play little, like different little games where I would look at a picture and I'd put my back to somebody else's back and then I'd try and tell them what the picture I was looking at was and they have to try and draw it but I can't say it's a house so I'd have to say it's a square with a triangle on top of the square with a rectangle at the bottom in the center of the like does that make sense so it's like trust building and then you're also building like communication skills at the same time. Well, uh, the interesting exercises that you did with your group sound lovely. Uh, but I would tell uh, Mr. Orion that if you have to bribe your friends using your mark, your friends are friends with your mark, not you. Just a little personal piece of advice. No, you're not bribing them with the mark. You're just taking them away to a different place so that you can bind. It's not like you're saying, hey, guys, look at me. I've got these cool connections. And because I've got these cool connections, you guys are friends with me. It's more like, hey, I want to go on a trip with you where we if can If they want to be your friend in Sharn, I would start there instead of trying to abscond them to a different area and then becoming friends with them. Again, oh. it feels like they're in friends with the travel, not, not with the person. Oh, okay. Let's, uh, l let's go to the next question. Oh, uh, I'm excited. This one we got directly through the gnome mail. Dear Luffy, I have just inherited my father's fortune in Zendrick, and I am excited to have those artifacts come in so I can spend some of that wealth here in Sharn. However, the shipping containers containing Zendrick artifacts are now being held in the Harbor Master's warehouse until I can pay the 2,000 Galifar in shipping fees. If you could help with this fee, I would be able to access my wealth and would gladly pay you 20,000 Galifars. Then we could share drinks at the gala. Signed, Artifact Air. Um, I mean, shouldn't you, should, shouldn't you ship, shouldn't you pay for your, shouldn't, like if you can't pay for your shipping, don't ship stuff. Well, I'm assuming uh, this letter is saying that the gentleman, uh, was shipping stuff his father and then died and now he, he's trying to get you to help pay for that shipping i'd rather meet for drinks first i'm just not the kind of person to give money away willy-nilly like that well but then again i mean he'd probably be a really good friend and 20,000 Galifars, that is quite a bit of money. Then we could be, like, friends, and then I'd be friends with somebody who, like, gets invited to Tangal all the time. Wait, what is his name? It's an artifact heir. Ooh, but it's anonymous. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I'm sure that he just put his name on there uh, as artifact heir temporarily and would be willing to divulge all of that information if you were willing to help. I wouldn't go announcing that I'm about to be super rich. 
That's true. Well, it's kind of an inspiring story, though, isn't it? Wait, but wouldn't he know that his father had was rich? I don't know. There's a few things that aren't adding up for me here. Well, I, I'm sure that his father had money initially and, and came into some wealth in Zendrick and then coming back died is what I'm getting from the information that was here. And he had the shipment coming through and then needed the 2,000 Galifars in shipping fees in order to do... Are you really? Is this... Because I can keep playing along if, if you're going to... I'm just saying... This is a scam, Aloofy. It's not the first 2,000 Galifar debt that I've paid, Silas. This is clearly a scam and someone trying to get over on you. Who writes an anonymous letter like that? Who goes, I'm about to get a ton of money, and says, I'm going to ask someone I don't know in a place I've not been to? It, it doesn't make sense. That's true. But what if it's real and they're going to be my friend? And then we're going to drink things together and it'll be really nice. Silas is giving me a look in the booth like I'm really dumb. So I think that this is a scam. You know what? Artifact Air, I would be delighted to pay that 2,000 Galifar shipping fee if you just come on down to the broadcasting booth and we'll have a conversation with you. We'll get in contact. We'll have our people get in contact with you. I'm sure we can quickly ascertain that this isn't a scam and then a Luffy can meet her new friend. That's a good idea. I was going to suggest that too, but I didn't want you to do your I'm grumpy at you scowl because you, you do the that's that's the fun kind of face you make. Man, I wish people could see our faces sometimes. Uh, I don't. I don't believe that I have a face for portrait. I think I have a face for echoers. I don't know. You were a looker back in the day. I've seen some portraits of you from the ninth century with your big old mustache. It was only the mustache and the giant hair. That's what made... It really was just the mustache. <laughs> it covered most of your the face. The face and then the hair covered <laughs> a lot of the sides as well. Yeah. Yeah. You should do that again. I uh, that that look was good in the seventies, but there's no way I can pull it off again. The eight seventies, not the nine seventies. Yeah. Not a good look in the nine seventies. No, I don't think it would be a good look in the nine seventies. Uh, with that, why, why don't we do uh, our usual uh, housekeeping? Housekeeping? You mean house civis keeping? No, but go ahead. Go ahead and look over to that echoer device. You see that snazzy young person in that cool red suit? That is our subscribe. Talk to our subscribe to get all the latest details on all of our echoes. We've heard a lot of your negative input about our subscribe's choice in a hat, but that is a traditional pointed red gnomish hat of House Civis. Please stop making fun of them. We've talked about our Gmail a little bit today. So as always, you can send us fan mail. You can send us a Luffy's Ask. That's right. You can send me an Luffy's Ask. No. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. And then I will answer it for you on air. You can also tell us about how the Echoers have impacted you and your adventuring party, and we'd be happy to share that information on air. You know, I would love if people would write in about their adventures. I would love to be able to read those on air and talk about people's adventures. That'd be exciting. Not everyone gets covered in the Shard Inquisitive. We could do a new segment. A new segment. Adventures on air. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I was going to call it Asshole Adventures, but... Oh, that's... Good save, Meeps. 
<laughs> that was a really good one. Um, we'll workshop it. Now, we are also partnered with House Kunderak and their new Patreon. Now, what that is, is uh, you become a patron of the show and you get a bunch of really cool perks like receiving letters from us or uh, special content that we mail directly to you. And our one segment that we've done uh, countless times before but had stopped doing, uh, the sponsors, we will be making sure that one occurs every broadcast as per House Civis Broadcasting Guidelines. So please enjoy this message from our sponsor, and we'll meet you on the other side of that music. 100 Years of War has clearly left a mark on all of Corvair. And in those first days following the morning, the world seemed too big to even imagine. All the death and destruction, all the chaos and despair. But when the mist settled, House Civis was on the scene, getting information out to everyone. From Sharn to Korth, House Civis was the first to deliver the news and begin bridging those gaps. We brought news of loved ones who'd made it out safe. We reconnected lost friends, and we grieved with mourning families. But together we found that the world may be big, but it feels closer in those moments of togetherness. So write that letter, send that message, so we can all feel a little bit closer. How civis. Let's keep things together. Together. self-aggrandizement. Uh, today in the booth we have a special guest, someone we all know and love. Luffy, would you? It's Kevin Capona. Yep, Ke Kevin Capona. Welcome in, Kevin. I, I'm delighted to be here, guys. Uh, I didn't think I was going to get a comeback on what with, you know, the other project I had, but then I, I get the message and I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're excited that someone sent a message. I mean, I'm happy that you're here. It is so good to see you. I haven't seen you in, it feels like weeks now. It's so weird. It's just been really busy, you know? Yeah, they it's told me been... you were on different projects now that I was going to have a new help. But you know what? We tried. We no, did what I'm we could. I'm still on with, with the tiny taverns. It's just that I've been literally just up to my eyeballs in paperwork. <laughs> I can I imagine mean, it's gotta yeah, be Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of extra paperwork going around uh the past week or so. That's definitely So for sure. Kevin, you wanna wanna tell us why you're here? Uh what 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 are you bringing in? I am bringing in a project. I I don't know why I'm here. 
we don't have anything going on in the tiny taverns at the moment. Uh, we, we were told that there would be more, you know, because, you know, summoning in things seemed like it would work well, and it has not. Uh, we have used up a lot of the resources we have in the warehouse and gotten absolutely nothing out of it. A lot of giant squids, though. Did you know that you could summon in a giant squid with almost anything? Like what? Well, the one time we tried it just using, like, sheet music, because we were like, oh, okay, we'll summon in someone lyrical, and it summoned in a giant squid, and I, I just... Maybe the giant squid's very lyrical. Maybe. It's very confusing, and I just can't imagine any reasons that the ink, and now, now immediately in hindsight, sitting here, I'm th it's it the, ink, the ink. The ink that makes sense. Yeah. And hmm. I should have known that sooner. You know, I paid quite a bit of money to those mages to summon in things. Warlocks. We decided they were called warlocks. Do you think they would notice that? I mean, get better help. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, good help is hard to find some days. So, uh, Kevin, uh, if, if you don't have. Anything going on in the tavern? What are you doing with your time? Uh, since you're not interviewing bands or musicians. Well, I, I keep scouring all of Corvair. Eventually, we're going to find someone in Corvair who's musically talented and wants to come on the Echoers other than me. Uh, I don't know why we haven't as of yet. I think it's because uh, people are afraid to be stepping on your toes, Kevin, because you're just a brilliant musician and they don't want to take this away from you. Or they feel that the music is going to sound terrible for some reason unrelated to you. No, I think that it's m me because, you know, this is the one thing that you have and they don't want to take that away from you. Well, I mean, uh, that could be. I, I'm hoping that we can we can drum up some more. I've put out rewards now, asking for adventurers who are talented and hoping that I can bribe them that way. And if nothing else, they can come in and fight squid. And Have you been keeping all the squid? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. You have to unsummon them almost immediately. But once those tentacles come through, they just start thrashing about and then it becomes a real nightmare to get them back in the bag. In the bag? It's not an actual bag. It, it's a euphemism. Back in the bag? No? Okay. Like letting the cat out of the bag? Yeah, but that's. But once the cat's out of the bag, you can't put it back in. No, oh, no, you can. You can definitely put it back in the bag. How do you transport cats? So what's another thing you've been working on? I hear that you've been thinking of a an intro song like ours to i mean the we, we, were, we were doing what we could uh you you and i were working on that actually yes, we and were. i was having fun with that mm -hmm. and that was uh an enjoyable time we got nowhere but eventually we'll get one i hate to ask but do you have any you're working on right now uh we tried a couple of different things and um I'll back you up if you want. If you want to, oh, yeah, you, you wanna, know what? You well, why not? One? Why not? Because um, we were just tossing around ridiculous ideas. Uh -huh. So, uh, me, 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 and magic makes it all complete now, oh, Kevin Capona. Don't you know you're all my very, very best friends? friends. <laughs> I uh, don't enjoy any of that, and I 
would ask that that never be used again. Yeah, we, we, we're not going to use that one. We talked about it. Yeah, it just seems a little too, um, I don't know. Magical is uh, is what I want to say. I, just uh, whimsical. Whimsical. Yeah. Uh, childish. Uh, I've heard that. It yeah, upset the horses know. in the barn. That was not. I feel like yeah, it's childish, but I feel like an adult could really enjoy something like that. Yeah, it just didn't seem to fit with what we because I don't talk about magic or friendship on the show. I mean, I think that friendship is magic, but I don't really address either of those in the broadcasting. So what about some of the other ones? Oh, we did the one. Oh, I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> It's the Kevin Capona Show. It's, it's the, the Kevin Capona Show. We started that uh, after we had that group on. We started the, the, dabbling the, with the, that one. with The, the Dreamlancers. The, the Dreamlancers, yeah, yeah. They came the, on and they talked about all that. And they talked about their, their tours of, of mystery and barding. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a fun time. You mean their their bardic mystery tour? Because barding isn't that... Isn't that what you put on horses? I don't know anything about horses. I have no idea. You don't know anything about horses? No, I mean, I don't know anything about horses. Um, so, uh, is is that it then? Are we we all done? I mean, we worked on another one that was absolutely uh, terrible as well, but why not? I mean, if you want to try, all right, let's do it. This... Is the tiny tavern show. It always makes your day. And if you think it can't, we'll always Always find find a way. That's That's why why the people of Corvair believe in Silas, Luffy, and me. And Kevin. (laughs) I uh, noticed you rhymed believing with uh, Kevin, and I've got a lot of questions. It works. It's like one of those sliding rhymes. I think it means slant rhymes. No, it's like it's where it it, it slides into place. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. you could do that. With it. Yeah, like you, you, you like know, you're the wordsmith. Right I trust your judgment. Yeah, you should. It is part of my title, Lucia Haskell de Civis, wordsmith. So we brought you on to talk about theme songs to a show that you currently aren't capable of doing because you don't have guests. Am I getting that? Is that why we brought you on? Well, no, they they said that I was likable and that I test well, and that's why they wanted me to come on. I, I don't know what that means. I've never taken a test, but... Uh, well, I think, uh, Kevin, that it means that people would rather listen to Kevin Capona talk about music, even though he doesn't know what music is, instead of hearing... You know, maybe combat or evil things that might be kind of scary, uh, such as people pretending to be members of the Dark Six oh, or no. actual Rakshasa oh, yeah, no, or good. another actual Rakshasa this, this sounds terrible or, as well. um, you know, uh, hosts of a show getting extremely drunk and ranting about... Hey, I know him. Uh, or it could be the fact that... Perhaps uh, our show is being hijacked by people who only care about entertaining the masses and don't actually care about anything else. That could be as well. 
Well, uh, the show wouldn't be getting hijacked, Silas, if we would have had a little more security to begin with instead of dealing with uh, certain people's extreme issues with, um, you know, superstition. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll do this again next week. We'll just have Kevin on to talk about doing nothing all day. That'll be a good time. We can't do it next week. Why? Crystal Fall. Oh, good. Is Kevin going to come on and talk about Crystal Fall? I don't think so. I mean, I could try. They don't let me usually do that one because the ice plates I got stuck to one time. I, I know. Oh, good. Then we can have a whole episode talking about how instead of creating an ice sculpture, you got stuck to the ice plate. No, we're not going to have him on next week no we love you kevin but you're not like an every week type of guy it's it's kind of like monty darwin uh you can only come in once every like six weeks or so i mean that's fine i've got my own things i'm doing i'm having a pretty good time without you know interacting with people all the time and being popular and all that you know just enjoying my life downstairs you're, you're, you're a valued member of the team yes absolutely you're, you're a valued member of the team. Everyone has their place. We consider you to be a tool that we can utilize. Well, that's nice. Mind you, you're not the sharpest tool. But e even things that are dull have their uses. I understand. That's how sad it's get a job. No? That is a good one. Okay, good. Yeah. Hey, are we done? Can, can we end this charade now, please? The only charade I know about is your love life. This is the point where you say something snippy back at, at me, Silas. Uh, I think we're getting, yep, uh, it looks like we're getting the signal that that's time. I've never enjoyed more the ending of a show. Hey, Silas. Yes. What is the sound of a bottle dropped by you down a well? I don't know. Uh, why don't you tell me what that sound is? Echoes of cope. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Because you use alcoholism to cope with your life. And on that note, uh, have a lovely fart, everyone. <laughs>